Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Grunt Style. Now, with all the news from NASCAR Touring, local and international series racing, here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. The ice was broken for the Modifieds in Thompson as Bonsignor proves to once again be a title contender and one former Cup Series champion. Cup Battle of the Time overseas. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, April 11, 2018. Kyle Rickey here in Killingly, Connecticut, joined by Hannah Newhouse in our Concord, North Carolina studios. And Hannah, all the talk this week in NASCAR short track racing anyway. Pretty much centered around the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park, their season opener, which featured the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. How was your first trip to this part of the country? I was looking forward to it. I'd never been to Thompson before, but the Icebreaker 150 definitely lived up to its name. It was freezing cold. I had to break my winter storage or my winter gear out of storage, take it up to Connecticut, but New England fans showed up. It didn't matter how cold it was. The, the stands were packed, the pits were packed, and everyone was ready to go racing. And I mean, the race itself was just a great race. Tons of lead changes, really exciting finish there with John McKennedy, who ended up running out of fuel, handing the lead over to Justin Bonsignor, but he definitely uh, didn't just get that win handed to him. He earned it. So it was a great way to kick off uh, racing up in New England, but I'm ready for the spring sizzler, hoping that maybe uh, the weather will change with it. Are you going to the spring sizzler too? Are you going to Stafford in a couple weeks? I think so. After I left Thompson, you know, I made a little phone call hoping that uh, maybe I can cover some more modifieds. You're converting me. I'm not really sure what to think of this. Someone get to me to do a super late model race. I need to get to a super race. That was my goal at the beginning of the year, <laughs> to convert you to a modified fan, and it looks like we're well on our way just yes. two races into the season. <laughs> While you were there, I got to watch from the Texas Motor Speedway uh, Media Center on FansChoice.tv, a great race like you mentioned, nine lead changes, eight different leaders, uh, kind of highlighted the day. Justin Bonsignor out front, though, when it counted the most after John McKennedy ran out of fuel late in the going. If John Hanna would not have run out of fuel, would we be talking to a different winner today, do you think? John McKennedy really did have a dominant car at the end there, but honestly, throughout the entire race, there were five or six people that I think had maybe luck been in their way a little bit more. They would have, you know, contended for this win. Chase Dowling led a bunch of laps, got sent to the back uh, after jumping a restart. Timmy Salamito was really fast, last year's contender for the championship, and he just had some bad luck, went around on the back stretch with the last couple laps, and there's a lot of these guys that showed, hey, they're flexing their muscles early on in this season, but uh, Justin Bontenor was at the right place, right time, and he did have a fast car, so I definitely think this was his race to win. 
Looking at the results, uh, Craig Lutz finished second, like you mentioned. Rowan Pennock, Ryan Priest flying in from Thompson to finish fourth. Matt Swanson rounding out the top five. Justin will join us here on the show in a little bit, as will Harrison Burton, who will also join us here in, in about 20 minutes from now as he heads back to a track that he knows well, Hannah, in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East this weekend as the K&N cars get back on track at the Bristol Motor Speedway. Harrison Burton's always a strong contender in the Canaan Pro Series East, and he's going back to one of his favorite tracks, and he's also the defending winner at Bristol Motor Speedway as they take on the Zombie 150 this up-and-coming weekend. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk about short track racing in all levels, and so what a great atmosphere to go into Bristol, the world's fastest half mile, um, last great Coliseum, and get these K&N cars, the cup cars. It's just going to be a... Uh, it's going to be a great show this weekend, and I'm looking forward to Harrison. Can you know? Can he hold on to another win? 29 cars on the entry list, including Harrison. We'll see if uh, he can get two in a row at the Bristol Motor Speedway. Remember, he finished second at New Smyrna Speedway to kick off the season. Before we break and before we talk to Justin, want to talk about the uh, NASCAR Wheel and Euro Series for a moment. They open up their season later this month, and a big announcement this week in that 2000 NASCAR Cup Series champion Bobby Labonte coming out of retirement to run full-time in the series for RDV competition, uh, a team in which he's pretty familiar with, Hannah, after running part-time with that, them a year ago. It's been such a great last couple weeks in short track racing, and this is just one more thing that adds to it. Uh, what a great way to bring attention to, you know, a part of NASCAR that may be slightly overlooked since they're overseas. You know, here we focus a lot more on our regional, local um, national touring stuff so what a great way for Labonte to come out help out and he's getting back behind the wheel in Europe like what a cool way to come out of retirement and you know bring more spotlight to a, another division of NASCAR we hope to have Labonte on the show with us next week to discuss this week's big announcement but first we're going to talk to the icebreaker winner from this past Sunday Justin Bonsignor he'll join us after the break here on NASCAR Coast to Coast Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Our dependable, high-quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry-leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice, Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800-677-9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. MRN Original Programs, stream on MRN.com. Check out NASCAR drivers on Motorsports Monday with Woody Kane and Joey Wing Meyer. Sprint Car Racing on Wing Nation with Steve Post and Aaron Everton. Meet NASCAR team crews on Crew Call with Sammy Joe and Rocco. NASCAR Local and Regional Racing on NASCAR Coast to Coast with Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. NHRA Talk on The Straight Line with Marty Huff and Doug Herbert. Your home for original motorsports talk. MRN.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network, presented by Hercules Tire, right on our strength. We talked before the break a lot about the icebreaker at Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park this past weekend. A very competitive race that saw Justin Bonsignor out front when the checkered flag flew at lap 150, and he joins us now. Justin, welcome back to the show, and, and congratulations on picking up your first win of the 2018 NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour season. 
Thanks. I pre- really appreciate it. It's a pleasure to be back on the show. This was your sixth win at Thompson. I believe uh, you have more wins at Thompson than all the other racetracks combined. What is it about that 5 8 mile high-banked oval that has clicked so well with you over the years? I just always had really good race cars. That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, we've gone there and struggled at times when the car hasn't been right. So um, I, I can't take much of the credit. The car is... Uh, has always been good, whether it's been uh, different brands or different crew chiefs. I've always, uh, always found something that's made me comfortable. Um, and, you know, we, we've just been in the right position to win a bunch of times up there. And, you know, we could have a few more situations would have presented themselves, presented themselves a little better. Now, like Kyle had said, the Icebreaker 150 this weekend was definitely a field that was very competitive, and the first half of the race seemed to flow pretty smoothly, but the last half of the race, lots of cautions, lots of lead changes. Now, talk me through those last, you know, 10 laps there where you guys were coming to get the green flag on that last caution, and John McKennedy ran out of fuel. What was going through your head? Well, yeah, just before that, um, that happened uh, it actually got underneath john for the lead with about eight or ten to go and uh we were probably going to have a pretty good battle to the end i think um i mean hindsight he probably would have ran out of fuel either way um but i think we could have uh put on a good show um you know then that caution came out as i was next to him for the lead and um you know we went through a couple caution laps and we were coming down the back straightaway for the for the green and you know, he kind of started laying back and, and i thought he was trying to you know just get me to play some games on the starts with him and whatnot and then we got into turn three, and I was like, "What? You know, what is going on right now?" And uh, at that point, it must have been uh, common knowledge that he ran out of fuel. So, uh, you know, they threw the caution back out. And, you know, from there, it just turns from, you know, uh, you know, how are we going to get to the lead to how are we going to hold the lead on a green light checkered. So, uh, crazy turn of events the last, you know, 30, 40 laps with Chase getting penalized and then John running out. Um, you know, we probably were a second or third place car, and we were able to pull out a victory. So you gotta you gotta do those on the days where you don't have the best car. We mentioned earlier it was your first win of 2018, just the second race. Uh, your first win, actually, since the season finale in 2016 at the World Series at Thompson. What kept you guys from victory lane last year? Not saying that it was a bad season at all, finishing third in points, but uh, what was that one thing that you were missing last year to, to get that to get at least one victory in, in 2017? Um, you know, there's a, probably a, a bunch of small things all adding up together, but you know, most of all, we just we just lacked a little bit of the speed to to go up there and contend with the with the leaders most of the weeks. You know, we were in position or had a shot to win a few races, just didn't capitalize on them. You know, luck, luck is a big part of it as well. So, um, just uh, just a few different things. It was it wasn't a great year. We struggled at times, but you know, we were still in contention for the title. Um, you know, but it is nice to you know get the 18th season off with. Uh, New crew chief Ryan's own new cars LFR to uh, get back to victory lane, um, you know, and do it quickly. You know, we had a really good race down to Myrtle Beach, and then you know we followed it up here with a win. So um, off to a good start, and hopefully we can just keep this momentum going through the uh, the rest of the season for sure. Now, one of the things you kept talking about in victory lane in three interviews after the race was that how great it felt to get that win early on in the season. What's that confidence like going into, you know, the rest of the tour where there's so many more races to already have that win under your belt? It just gives you a lot of confidence. Like you said, you know, you can, you got that out of the way now. It's been a while since we won, obviously. So, you know, that was starting to weigh on us uh, as a team. And, you know, we've had pretty much the same group aside from Ryan coming on board as the crew chief. So um, it was good to get everybody back to victory lane. And it just takes a little bit of the pressure off. Obviously, you still want to go out and win every race you go to, but I think it'll just make them, Hopefully the wins come a little easier. Uh, everybody will have confidence. The momentum will be on our side. So um, it definitely it can't hurt to get it out of the way. 
and it just it feels really good to get back into victory lane. It's been a been a long time coming. You talk about the switch to LFR chassis for this season and LFR's Ryan Stone coming on on board uh, with your team as crew chief. What kind of transition has that been for for you guys? Uh, some of the the big tasks that you guys have had to overcome during the off season to prepare uh, for this uh, 2018 season that started a couple of weeks back at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, it's definitely been a, a huge undertaking for sure. But Ryan, um, Ryan's handled most of it for us uh, without any any issues at all. We we didn't really get a deal done with uh, with with Ryan and Robbie Fuller with LFR until um, you know middle of December. Um, and Ryan was still committed to another job that had to get him to the end of the year. So um, really uh, right around the holidays and right after New Year's is when the cars finally got back to LFR shop uh, from Powder Coat and, and they got assembled and, uh, assembled. and Ryan did it very quickly with the help of uh, with Robbie and all his guys up at their shop. Uh, and we're very, very appreciative of that. Um, but on top of that, you know, Ryan relocated his life back from Charlotte um, up to here. So it's just been a huge undertaking. We've, we've gotten the cars completed now. Both cars are ready, and both of them have been raced already. Uh, we have a new shop we've moved into in the uh, Connecticut area where Ryan's going to live, and um, we're just now getting getting the team and everybody acclimated to Ryan, and we've uh, you know we've all hung out a couple times. We've gone to dinner, and um, he's fitting in really well with everybody, and we're all having a good time, and you know we're having speed and success right away, which is going to make the transition even smoother. But um, from here, we're just going to do as much testing as we possibly can to just keep learning each other and and him learning what I'm looking for in a race car and, and stuff like that. So um, it's been a really good process so far, and hopefully we can continue to uh, develop the relationship and a friendship in the process. Now, we talked a little bit earlier that you know how to win at Thompson, which is up in Connecticut, but right up the road is Stafford, and you have yet to collect a win there in the NASCAR Wheel and Tour. But um, the next race on the schedule for the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour is the Spring Sizzler at the end of April. What's it going to take to win and go ahead and bring home a victory at Stafford for you? Well, we're going to go up there and test next week uh, with the car. And I'm really, really excited to see what uh, the LFR car and what Ryan's uh, setup package will be like when we go there. Um, they obviously have had a lot of success with, uh, with Doug Kobe and, and a few other LFR cars over the, over the years at the flat tracks like Stafford and Loudon. So, um, I'm really anxious to get up there and see what we can do. I've never been able to win back-to-back races in my career, so um, I'm really anxious and I'm really confident that we're going to go there with a, a really good car that um, you know we can contend for the win. But obviously, with the strategy at Stafford with the one tire per pit stop and it being a 200-lapper and you have to take fuel, there's a lot of uh, different variables that go into it. So um, we'll just need to put ourselves in position, um, similar to what we did this weekend. You know, like I said, we didn't have the best car, but we were still able to uh, be in position to capitalize on other people's misfortunes and mistakes and, and get the victory lane. So um, I think we'll have a good shot at it, but uh, if we can't get the win, we're just going to obviously go for the best finish we can and just keep building up for the points. The Napa Spring Sizzler just about two and a half weeks away. Next up on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour calendar at the Stafford Motor Speedway, one of the most uh, prestigious races of the year, no doubt. Icebreaker winner Justin Bonson, you're joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Justin, we want to congratulate you again on the win. Thank you for your time this afternoon, and best of luck at Stafford in a couple of weeks and the rest of the 2018 season. Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be on. Hopefully uh, we can come back soon as we won another race. So uh, take care, and I appreciate the time. Picking up his first win of 2018 is Justin Bonsignor. Coming up, second-generation driver and the defending NASCAR K&N Pro Series East winner at the Bristol Motor Speedway, Harrison Burton will join us after the break.
Join MRN as we travel through the life of NASCAR's most popular driver, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes back to the Daytona International Speedway, leading the pack. I won races that I never thought I'd win. From growing up under the Earnhardt name to super speedway wins to Whiskey River, we dive into everything Dale Jr. He's brain man for NASCAR history. You know, we weren't the typical family that got to sit down to dinner together. Tune in to Junior's Journey, available on iTunes for download only on the Motor Racing Network. Country 500 Music Festival is back at Daytona International Speedway with Toby Keith, Chris Stapleton, Dirk Bentley, Sugarland, Billy Currington, and so much more. Country 500 Memorial Day weekend, May 25th, 26th, and 27th. For tickets and information, visit country500.com. Sponsored in part by Budweiser. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. You know, it has been fun over the years watching young drivers come through the ranks of NASCAR's touring series and move up into national series. And our next guest is on that path, talking about Harrison Burton, who joins us now on the guest line. Harrison, welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It should be a lot of fun. Before we jump in and, and talk a lot about the NASCAR stuff, uh, you had a busy weekend, fresh off a, a third-place effort Sunday, the ARCA Series race at Nashville Fairgrounds Raceway. A solid run for you and the entire MDM Motorsports team with Zane Smith winning, Sheldon Creed in second, and yourself uh, rounding out the top three. Uh, not a bad weekend. Uh, if you can't be at a NASCAR track, it's a great way to spend the, your time. Yeah, for sure. We had a lot of fun. You know, I, I'm really close with, with all my MDM teammates, whether it's uh, Zane or Sheldon or uh, Chase or Anthony Alfredo or anyone that hops in those things. You know, we seem to get along really well. So um, it's a lot of fun to, to go out and perform well with your friends and, and teammates. And uh, I knew that the goal was to go there and win, but if uh, if I couldn't do it, I'm glad that Zane did and or, or any of my teammates would have. It was uh it's cool to be part of the first MDM Motorsports 1-2-3, that's for sure. Now, looking forward, you guys are headed to Bristol with the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East Series East this weekend, and you're the defending winner there. And not only are you defending winner, but you're coming off a second-place run at New Smyrna behind Todd. What's that confidence going into it, knowing that you're going to be the one to beat this weekend at Bristol? Well, that's, uh, that's a good feeling to have, right? That means you're doing something right. So, um, you know, going into Bristol, I'm, I'm just – really excited you know it's one of my favorite racetracks i feel like i performed well there in the canine cars even um two years ago ran good and, and blew a motor but uh really 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 uh excited for bristol you know like every driver gets excited for bristol it, it doesn't get much cooler than that so um going in there with a shot to win is is something that i'm really really thankful for you know it's it's not not every driver can go to a racetrack every week and say i'm i'm here to win and, and so i don't take that lightly and hopefully i can make the most of it the race uh, only getting barely past halfway a year ago. You led all but two of 70 laps there. Hopefully you guys will go the distance this week. But uh, you're talking about Bristol and the win there a year ago and, and the excitement going there. What are some of the biggest challenges for you as the driver behind the wheel in, in, in running 125 laps at Bristol Motor Speedway? Well, I think uh, the biggest thing is, is mentally, you know, you got to be um, – 
definitely aware of your surroundings there. You you can go into three and four and think you're in one and two, and go into one and two and think you're in three and four, and that's really really easy to do there because they're they're really similar corners. So um, for me, that was kind of always been a challenge because there are little you know differences, even though that they're, they're they say they're identical. There's always these little differences in between the corners and and um, and stuff that you can kind of pick up on throughout the race. So for me, it's always really really important to know which end of the racetrack you're on there, which sounds pretty easy to do, but uh, you're spinning around there like a top, so it's uh, it's tough to it's tough to keep your bearings straight. And I think that's something that drivers have to prepare for. You know, you go to mile tracks and and bigger tracks, and you feel like you have more time down the straightaway to kind of gather yourself up and and get ready for the next corner. But Bristol, it's you know right happening right then and there. So that's probably one of the biggest things about Bristol is just preparing for that mentally. Now you talk about mental focus. One of the things that's a little bit different you have going on this year, obviously last year you were the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East champion running full-time for points, but this year your schedule's a little bit more sporadic in the Canaan East, ARCA, super late models, and also making select NASCAR Camping World Truck Series starts for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Um, what's it like balancing the act of all these different schedules and getting in and out of all of these different cars? Well, it's tough. You know, you, you have different crew chiefs, you have different crew members, you have different shops you have to go to and and then i have school and i got friends and family that, that i have to spend time with so um i'm busy than most 17 year old more busy than most 17 year old kids that's for sure and uh but i, I really enjoy it I'm, I'm having the most fun this year that i have in a long time and i think it's because every week i go to the racetrack you know not worried about points i'm just coming in there and trying to win and, and that's kind of how racing that's pure racing to me you know it's just putting it all on the line for, for the checkered flag at the end of the day and, and not having to worry about points. So I'm really, really enjoying that, and it's teaching me a lot. I think being adaptive, uh, being able to adapt is, is so big in our sport. So, uh, you know, going in between cars like that, I feel like I'm learning a ton and, and getting better as a driver, and I'm having a ball doing it. So um, I love racing for championships. That's what a driver dreams of is to win a championship. But I also love just going and having fun and trying to win as many races as you can. Hannah mentioned a moment ago, news from Ernest Speedway to kick off the year back in February, finished second in the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series East race in a, a classic duel with yourself and, and Todd Gilliland. Found success in a super late model as well, falling short of the week-long championship, but picking up the final checkered flag of the week in that 100-lapper. How will you remember Speed Weeks 2018 down at New Smyrna? Well, I, I had a lot of fun. Uh, that's the biggest thing is is if you're not having fun doing it, then then you got to find something else to do because there were people that would that would kill it to be in the fly. And there's nothing much better than racing every day for for a week and a half almost. So that was that was awesome. Um, just being able to do that and, and going down there and winning. We won uh, three late model races, so that was fun and and just just enjoying it. You know, that's that's the biggest thing. I I always remember the the time I spent with the the guys at, uh, at the track and, and the moments in the races like me and Todd had where uh, there was times where you didn't know if you were going to, you were going to make it out of that corner or not, you know, just going as hard as you can and putting it all on the line. And, and that's kind of how I remember speed weeks is, is this consecutive nights of everything you got. And it was draining and tiring, but it was, it was a blast to do for sure. 
Now, short track racing has been in the spotlight the last couple weeks throughout the ranks of NASCAR. Kevin Harvick obviously bringing a lot of light to the Canaan Pro Series, but you've also got Kyle Busch who takes the time to come run, come run super late models whenever he gets a chance. And you have the opportunity to work alongside both of them, piloting a Kyle Busch Motorsports car and obviously working alongside KHI. Do you ever get the chance to pick their brains when it comes down to driving or anything to do with your career? Yeah, for sure. You know, that's they're great resources. I have, you know, my uncle and my dad that, that are obviously always there for me and, and can, can always talk to me about racing and have great experience. But it's also good sometimes to get a second opinion and, and uh, maybe even a third opinion. And, and for that, I have two cup champs or, yeah, two cup champions. So that's a that's pretty good uh, resources I have there for sure. So I think that I'd be dumb not to use those resources and, and go out and try and get better uh, because those guys are, are the best in the business for a reason. You see Kevin Harvick doing an incredible things uh, consistently. You see Kyle Busch in one last week or, yeah, last Sunday. So um, it was uh, – it's, it's cool. You know, you, you feel like you're, you're um, close to – you're close to these cup guys and – and you feel like you can learn from them, and it's such a big resource that I, that I have to use and, and uh, to improve because I think I think there's a there's a big advantage in that, right? There's not a lot of drivers in my level that can talk to Kyle Busch or Kevin Harvick and just send them a text. So uh, that's really really big for me, and I definitely use that resource a lot. Absolutely, uh, chatting with Harrison Burton, the defending winner of the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East Race at the Bristol Motor Speedway. That's where the series goes this weekend. Harrison, looking at your schedule over the course of the next month or so, how much will we see you on the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East, obviously not running for the championship, and what does the early part of your truck series schedule for KBM look like? Yeah, so um, my schedule is, is going to be busy with all kinds of different kinds of racing, like you said. I'm going to um, I want to run Bristol, obviously, and, and try and go and defend that win, and then I have Watkinsland and Dover that I'll be racing in K&N, uh, two of my favorite racetracks on uh, on any circuit so that's really really exciting i'm excited to go back and, and try and win some more canon ace races and then for the truck side of things i have dover uh coming up next uh, my next race is dover and that's a that's a tough racetrack it's a fast racetrack so i'm really excited to go to dover and, and try and win there and get my first truck series win um uh, i think that that we definitely have a shot at it so i'm really excited for that and um i'll be running uh i believe eight more races for, for Kyle Busch Motorsports after Martinsville, um, which was a, a good start, not a great start, but we, we learned a lot and, and got better. And uh, I think that, that we'll have a chance to win here before the end of the season and, and might even get it done at Dover. So I'm really, really excited for, for that and the K&NE stuff and uh, everything else going on. You know, I'm, I'm enjoying my life right now. I'm, I'm a junior in high school and I'm having fun. I got prom coming up and all this cool stuff going on. And, and while all this is happening, I get to go and pursue my dreams. So, I'm really, really excited. Seems like they get younger and younger every year, Hannah, here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. A lot of young drivers joining us, including Harrison Burton. Harrison, thanks for taking the time to join us. Best of luck to you this weekend at the Bristol Motor Speedway and uh, all of the racing that you'll do this year, whether it be the Arca Series, the K&N Series, or in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. Hopefully I can come back on and talk about a win instead of a third place. That sounds good to me. There we go. Uh, Harrison, we'll try to get that done this Saturday at the Bristol Motor Speedway for the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East. 29 cars on the entry list, including some West Coasters, Jesse Awuji, Reed Lamphere, Haley Deegan, all part of the entry list this weekend as well. Coming up, we will review the NASCAR home tracks results from across the country from this past weekend and preview the weekend ahead as we wrap up this edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast. 
In an age where sports fans raid their college funds to pay for parking, where a single beer could cost $9, one tailgating paradise shines in the darkness. It's the only Saturday night of pure action that's BYOB. And there's always free parking coming soon to a track near you. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Night Race, only at Kansas Speedway May 12th. Tickets at kansasspeedway.com. Rated you for unexpected. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 patriots and veterans strong bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. Here are Kyle Rickey and Hannah Newhouse. Wrapping up another edition of NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. There was plenty of racing around the country, including the NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series at the Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park this past weekend. Part of the icebreaker, Keith Rocco, I'm sure, will again run for another national championship in the Wheel and All-American Series. Picked up a race win in the Sunoco Modified Division. William Wall won in the late models. Eric Burgoyce in the mini stock. Sean Monahan in the limited sportsmen. So a busy race weekend there at Thompson. Also at Irwindale Speedway, uh, Ryan Charteau picked up the uh, race win in one of the twin late model features for uh, that racetrack this past Saturday night in a three-wide pass to do it. Uh, Wallace Allen won race number two. The event uh, saw a, a scary crash with Nick Joannitis. Uh, fiery crash in race number one. He was okay. Outside of that, Hannah, Mother Nature was just not kind to short tracks across the country. Berlin Raceway, they rained out their practice session for their opener here in a couple of weeks. South Boston, trying to get their opening night in the books, also rained out. They'll uh, run on April 28th. And Kingsport Speedway, once again, rained out. So Mother Nature not kind at all this weekend. No, it's not. Mother Nature and NASCAR needs to have a sit down and come to an agreement here because uh, we need to get some racing underway here. We've only got a couple tracks that have happened to get their local shows on the ro uh, rolling. But hopefully this weekend, Mother Nature, it's supposed to be 80, I believe, here this Friday. But, of course, I will be in Bristol with the Canaan Pro Series East. So hopefully, again, Bristol, infamous for that rain, um, it stays clear and we get some racing on that short track. Let's talk about the Modifieds uh, for a moment. We talked a lot about uh, Justin Bonsignor, uh, a championship contender the last couple of years. We have not talked at all about Doug Kobe or Timmy Salamito, two other championship contenders that struggled at Thompson over the weekend. I believe Kobe caught up in a couple of incidents and managed a somehow a, a sixth-place finish. This must be like deja vu for them because I remember at the beginning of last year, both Kobe and Salamito just had a rough start to 2017 and then, you know, go back to the end of the year and they were both in contention and it just came out to be that Salamito had bad luck again at the end of the year at Bristol and that kind of ended his championship run. But, yeah, like you said, not good luck for those two championship contenders this year. But, you know, the season's still early, and they proved last year that they can come back. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get some strong runs out of them and they're there at the end. Talking about Doug Kobe, nearly finished last at the Myrtle Beach Speedway to open last year. Did finish last after a lap one incident with Ryan Priest last year at the Icebreaker. 
and he still came back up through the standings to win the championship a year ago. Right now, Kobe sixth in points, Salomito seventh in points, both still very much in contention, and there's still a long way to go. Have fun this weekend, Hannah, at the Bristol Motor Speedway in the K&N Series. We'll talk about it again next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. Hopefully Mother Nature uh, gives us a break here and we can get some good racing underway. For producers, Daryl Smith and Jennifer Cochran, and a new house. I'm Kyle Ricky. NASCAR Coast See to back Coast has week. been brought to you by Hercules Tires and by Grunt Style. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on demand at MRN.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and SoundCloud. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.